ebony frame. To be rich is a luxury sensation. The more so when you're plump the depths of the hard up nest, a flea trick, hack, or picker up of unconsidered powers. A reporter, an unpreached journalist, all calling is utterly inconsistent with one's family feeling and one's direct descent. The Dukes of Pacardi. When Aunt Doris died and left me seven hundred a year and a furnished house in Chelsea, I felt that life had nothing left to offer except immediate possession of the legacy. Even Mildred Modu, whom I had hitherto regarded in my life's light, became less luminous. I did not engage to was not got I was not engaged to Mildred, but I lodged with her mother. I sang directs for Mildred and gave her gloves when it would run to it, which was seldom. She's a dear old good woman, and I meant to marry her some day. It's very nice to feel that a little that a little a good woman is thinking of you. It helps you to in your work. It's pleasant to know. She will say, Yes, when will you, you say will you? As I say, my legacy almost put Mildred out of my head. Especially if she was staying with friends in the country, just then. Before the first cross on my new morning, I seated on my aunt's own armchair in front of the fire, in an environment of my own house. My own house. It was grand, but rather lonely. I did think of Mildred just then. The room was comfortable, furnished with oak and leather. On the walls hung a few fairly good oil paintings, but the space above the mantelpiece was disfigured in extremely bad print. A child of Lord William Russell. Framed in a dark frame, I got a look at it. I had to visit my aunt with dutiful, dutiful wriggly. But I never remembered seeing this frame before. It was not intended to be printed, but an oil painting. It was a fine ebony, beautiful, and carefully, curiously carved. I looked at it with glowing interest, and when my aunt's housemaid, I had retained her modest staff. The servants came with the lamp. I asked for how long the print had been there. Mrs. only wanted it two days before she took ill, she said. But the fame, she didn't want to buy a new one. She got this one out in the attic. There's a lot of curious old things there, sir. Why my aunt had this fame wrong? Oh, yes, sir. It had been long before I did. It had been several years before come Christmas. There's a picture in it. It's upstairs too, but it's black and ugly. It might as well be a chimney black. I felt a desire to see that picture. What if there were some priceless old master in which my aunt's sides had been only seen rubbish? Directly after breakfast next morning, I paid a visit to the lumber room. It was crammed with old furniture, enough to stock a curiosity shop. All the houses furnished solidly in early Victorian style. In each room, everything not in keeping. The drawing room was sweet, ideal. Was stowed away. Tables of paper mache, mother pale, straight deck chairs, and twisted feet, faded needlework, cushions, fire screens of old wood oil design, oak bureau wicks with brass handles, a little wood table, work table, a faded moth eaten silk floatings, hanging in just colonted sheds, treads. Are those and the dust were covered 
and blazed at full daylight as I drew up the hookah blinds. I found myself a good time in reassuring his household goods in my parlour, and promoting the victory in sweet to the attic. But at present my business to find a picture as black as Jimmy Black, and presently behind a heap of hideous light still life studies I found it. Jane, the housemaid, identified it at once. I took it downstairs and carefully examined it. No subject, no colour, was distinguishable. There was a splodge of darker tint in the middle. But whether it was a figure or a tree or a house, no man could could have been could have told. It seemed to be painted on a thick panel round with leather. I decided to send it to one of those Pearsons who pour on rotting family portraits. The water of eternal youth. Beer, silver water. Mr. Bender tells us it is, but even if it did so, the fault occurred to me. The time my own restorative hand at a corner of it. My bar sponge soap and nail polish vigorously applied a few seconds. Show me there was no picture to clean. Bare oak presented itself to my preserving brush. I tried the other side, Jane watching me with indulgence or interest. The same result, then truth stood on me. Why was the panel so thick? I tore open off the leather bounding, and the panel divided, fell to its ground in the color of the dust. There were two pictures, just been nailed face to face. He leaned him against the wall, and the next moment I was leaning against, against it myself. For one of the pictures for myself, a perfect picture, portrait, no shade of expression, a turn of feature waiting. Wanting myself and a cavalier dress, love locks and all. When had when had this, this been done? And how, without my knowledge? Why was this some whim of my aunt's?